Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have the reading today that depicts the transfiguration of Jesus. That's really important when we encounter this reading to note that transfiguration is not the more common thing, transformation. See, when something is transformed, something has changed. Something is true after the transformation that wasn't true before. One of my favorite stories in Austin of transformation is the Highland Mall that is now the Austin Community College Highland Campus. In 2010, it was certainly not the case that the massive building at Airport in 290 was a lively center for learning and career development. It was, in fact, what we see in so many other places, a dying commercial space that had outlived its usefulness. But by 2014, transformation was in progress. Computer labs and tech classrooms had replaced department stores and kiosks. The building was being transformed for its new purpose and was on its way to being something wholly new. Something that the architects, the developers, the shoppers, the department store managers who had used that building, who had built it, none of those people could have imagined the way that it would be used now. And today the transformation is complete. Students and faculty members have replaced the shoppers and clerks, and the building is something it was never before. That's what happens with transformation. In contrast, transfiguration, which is what happens to Jesus in today's gospel story, reveals something that is already there. Jesus was always the Son of God, was always beloved was always a companion and first among God's prophets. Nothing on that mountain made that happen. Rather, what happens is this truth is revealed, displayed, made visible to the disciples. The deep truth of the incarnation is put on dazzling display. They can see it with their own eyes. Jesus remains the same, unchanged, as he is in his eternal changelessness. But the transfiguration reveals to the disciples what has always been true. God's plans haven't changed, but the disciples have been invited to witness it in all its dazzling glory and we also alongside them. Novelist Mary Gordon reflects on this saying then that the transfiguration can be read as a celebration of the visible. 
this comes as really revelatory in Mark's gospel because Mark's gospel is full of hidden aspects of Jesus's life. In Mark's account of Jesus's baptism, the reader can't really confirm that anyone notices the Holy Spirit's work that day. Just last week, we heard Jesus keeping the demons from speaking so they wouldn't say who he really was. Jesus in Mark is always telling people to keep what is called by the the scholars the messianic secret. Not so with the transfiguration. There's no missing it. It's not hidden from those who were there. It is as plain as a street lamp on a dark night. And so how are we to encounter this dazzling revelation? Well, I'd suggest we take the warning from Peter's story and we don't try to box it, store it, or prolong it. Rather, let us enter into it with delight. God, the Father's words from heaven, echo down to us to this day when we hear this story again. This is my son, the beloved. The beloved. Can you hear the smile in those words? Has anyone ever named another beloved without a smile? You can hear the Father's delight in the Son in that proclamation, this is my beloved. And here's what else has always been true. The Father sent the beloved, the Son, this delightful one to us, because we too are beloved. Because God delights in us and desires us to see that deep truth too, to transfigure that truth for us to see God's love and delight for us. We may not come from today's worship with dazzling clothes, but we are no less beloved and no less capable of delighting our creator. So, I'd like to invite us to join in this delight where we can find it this week. God loves us and has placed us in a creation declared good and spilling over with delight and love, even in dark times. So today I pray that you may find something or someone in your life transfigured something or someone revealed before you to be beloved and delightful as they have always been, but you may be given new eyes to see. I've been practicing this discipline of looking for transfiguration, of trying to join into the delight this week as I pondered this scripture. So this week I have been delighted in the promising sight of millions receiving life-saving vaccines. What has been revealed to me, what has been transfigured, what has always been true, is God's mercy is at work in those who make our world a better, safer place, in the scientists, the nurses, and administrators moving this massive effort forward, and even in those brave enough to roll up their sleeves and take the shot when they may not feel 100% confident. God delights in his children's safety. 
I have found delight in the tulip trees showing off their audacious purple blooms against February's fickle weather. A month ago, those branches were hiding this incredible show, and now they've pushed it forward for us to see. I've delighted, too, in listening in on to my children's online classes. Their teachers have been revealed to me as agents of love, making each child at home or in the classroom feel beloved, seen, and heard, pushing each child toward a new discoveries and capabilities, revealing, transfiguring each child's genius within, bit by bit, day by complicated day this school year. And once you start noticing and delighting in these transfigured moments of belovedness, perhaps as followers of a transfigured Christ, we can reflect this delight and love to others. We can be transfigured before them too, revealing God's delight in each of us children to a neighbor, a friend, or a family member who has perhaps lost sight of it at this moment. We can be agents of transfiguration, beloved children of God, spreading delight and love in the name of the beloved who came to us in love and revealed himself that day on the mountain. Amen.